0: I love the way the first-gen lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to an unapologetic first gen and above all else tell our story and every episode is unique i love it i'm your host dr eve and i'd like to welcome you to the first gen lounge well hello and happy new year and happy new decade is that something that's a thing if it's not i'm definitely about to make it a thing happy new decade I'm so happy to have you back here today. And if it is your first time tuning in, hello, hello, hello. I welcome you and I hope that you too decide to become a part of the first Gen Lounge family. Because we be kicking it over here. We definitely be kicking it. Oh yeah, so as New Year is taking off, it's possible that you're ready to finally get that business of yours off of the ground. So... Today, I'm sharing with you five business must-haves to try and help you along the way. I do recognize that there are so many kinds of businesses out there. So I tried to keep this list pretty universal. And I absolutely understand that this list could be 15, 20, 30, 50 things long. But five is enough to kind of get you thinking about things that are important. And again, from my perspective, five things that I think have been really important in helping me with my business. Let's just go ahead and dive in. Number one, keep up with your money. (laughs) Keep up with your money. Something that is a must-have for me is is a business finance management tool. Personally, I use QuickBooks Self-Employed. I do know that QuickBooks is good as well, but this helps you really keep track with how much money you've made, how much you've spent to be able to categorize the money as well and just really keep up with your expenses. Because I have worked from a space of being freelance, if I'm being like really forward about how I operate it, because again, it's just been me and while I've built a team and have a team, I typically work with other companies and independent contractors to help me continue to build my platform, So, which has been really cool, but for what it's worth, QuickBooks Self-Employed works really well. Also being able to keep up with mileage, so as someone who speaks and I'm traveling and on the road or running errands or going to co-working spaces or going to events, it's really easy for me to keep up with both my money and my expenses and to keep up with my mileage. Um, that's why I preferred it. I did try a while ago to use two different systems, which the one was like an uh, envelope, electronic envelope system where I would send stuff in, they would keep up with the money. Then I had a file tracker and I was like, okay, but when I found QuickBooks Self-Employed, it really worked well for me and I've been using it for maybe three years now. So it's been really cool to have. And I like that when I signed up initially, I got so much off of the first like three months, which is a really good introduction to using the product. But I think that it's great. It's really easy. You can connect all of your bank accounts and all of your credit cards so that you can do a really good job at keeping up with where your money's at. And while I'm on the keep up with your money, in addition to the QuickBooks Self-Employed, I would also say to get a business bank account to keep your business money separate from your personal money. Hear me when I say this. When you have the two together, it gets messy and real quick. And the last thing that you want is a mess. Where I started and where I am now, my gosh, the difference But keeping things separate is to keep things clean. And when it comes to having a business, you want things to be as clean as possible. So keeping up with your money. The first must have is a business finance tool. In addition to having a separate bank account for your business matters. Yeah, money. Keep your money straight. I can't say that enough. And I'm not going to keep your money straight. Keep your money straight. Period. Number two, professional email account. And when I say a professional email account, I typically also mean to have an email account that has a branded domain. And I am not hating on anybody out there who's using my business is at gmail at yahoo.com. If that's where you're at, if that's what you can afford, by all means do it. But if you can't afford to have a professional email with the custom domain, I think that it is something that's been really helpful. And here's the reason why I say that. A lot of times we tend to pay attention to what's after the domain or after the at sign versus what's before it. Although what's before it does matter. It typically matters less than what's after it. And the other thing is with a professional branded email, uh, it's perception like, and this is something that I've gotten from other business persons that I've worked with and just why we choose to have these professional emails. And a lot of it has to do with the branding as well, but generally professionalism, because when people see your business at Gmail, it's kind of like, oh, they're not serious. It's like a project they're playing around. But when they see something at the company name, it's kind of like. Uh, oh, this is for real. These people have invested. This is like a legitimate business. And I didn't think so at first. I was like, whatever. Email is an email. It all works the same. But no, I've come to learn that. And it's the multiple people that I work with in business spaces that I talk to That it's about the professionalism and feeling like it's a legitimate business and or company, which does lead me to partially the third thing, which is having a website. And this is why the professional email would come into play is the website because if you send me an email from let's just say nike at gmail.com I might be like what the hell is this but if you send me an email from info at nike.com, I know that nike.com or nike.org or nike.net is something that I can go actually look at. So then the website being that people can actually find you based off of your email so that it makes sense. Because again, I'm not throwing shade. Because even if you don't have a website, at least you can have a domain and have an email. And again, it's that perception. But sticking to number three, having a website is the reason why I say it's my my third business must have, because people can find you, because you can show your work, and then the website is a way for you to fully promote any of your products and or services, for people to capture your reviews, to be able to contact you. Websites actually work better to me than social media does. And we can talk about the social media thing in a little bit, but right now talking about the website... The website is something that you can fully control what is seen and how it's seen and where it's seen, being able to sell your products and your website, while you can update it and change it and do things to It's just something that's foundational is essentially your electronic portfolio. And so be it that maybe you're not looking to even start a business, but you're even looking to get a job somewhere. Even a website is really helpful to have. I mean, granted that your email will be different, but we're not here to talk about personal things right now. We're here for talking about business, but I get sidetracked sometimes, right? It happens. But but thinking about having your website personally, I use Weebly for my website because it's something I'm able to work through and and drop and drag and create and build on my own and as I am bringing on somebody to do more administrative things to help me with my business it'll be easy for them to make the adjustment as well and let me skip back just for a second and tell you a little bit about that professional gmail or professional emails well that was a point I use gmail for my professional email it's really cost efficient And I like being able to have the calendars, the notes to keep. It integrates really well with my cell phone down on the apps and keeping up with stuff. So yeah, so going back to the website, you can even use Weebly for that. You can use Wix, you can use WordPress. There are so many things out there that you can use, but I went with what I thought was affordable at the time when I started and something that was easy as well and just kind of keeping it there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when are talking about keeping up with your money, professional emails, having a website, and then number four, I'd actually encourage you to have an email marketing platform that you can use, where you can send out emails to your customers, to your clients, your students, whatever you should choose to have when you have your business going on. And so much of that is because at the end of the day, and it goes back to the social media comment I just made about the website as well, social media fades. While social media, I doubt, is going anywhere, you as a business can't make so much noise on it without paying the big bucks to play like some of the other companies. And again, I talk about Nike, which they haven't endorsed this, but I just, it's a brand that comes to mind really quickly. (laughs) So Nike or Pepsi, Coca-Cola, any of those big brands, they can spend millions on social media and, and hit millions and millions of people with their particular marketing campaigns. And that's not to say that you can't, but with email marketing platform, that you may want to pursue and there are several i've used several mailchimp i've tried mail or light i believe infusion sauce infusion sauce that's definitely not it. infusion soft convert kit even and while i started with mailchimp i ended up with convert kit as the email platform that i like the best and there's been a new one that i've been playing around with called Flowdesk as well that one's really pretty an advantage to that one that I'm learning is that for one price a month, it doesn't matter how big you grow your email list, it will be the same price for the particular platform every month, which is really caused a lot of people to jump ship and go that way. And they do automations and stuff as well. But anyway, talking about the email and platform, and that's something we can talk about what email platform to choose and you know, why it's important to your business. It's also for visibility sake. So just think about the fact that only 6% of Information or posts that are put on social media are actually seen by people that may be following you. And it actually (laughs) hit me a couple of years ago. I was talking to one of my line sisters, Hey and Zynga, and um, and I was doing something. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, she had posted something about a project she had worked on and I did not see it. I was like, Well, I said, I I don't know about this. You know, when did you do this? And she was like, Oh, I said something about it on social media a while ago. And I was like, Oh, dang. I said, I totally miss it. I said, Oh my gosh, I really hate that I missed that. And it made me feel so bad because she shared it. And while she shared it, I missed it. And then I started realizing I was doing the same thing. I was getting upset. She wasn't upset with me. Let me say that. But I was posting stuff on social media about things. I was working on things I was doing and people were missing it. And I'm like, why are you missing it? Why did you see that? I put on social media. Well, the truth is that social media is only going to show you but so much especially from an individual profile, but even less from business profiles. Business profiles typically get no love. Um, If you even notice, sometimes you post stuff on social media, LinkedIn or Facebook alike, that you don't get the same amount of likes or follows or comments or anything as you do when you post something without a link because social media platforms want you to stay on their platform. So again, they control your algorithm whenever you're doing stuff through your own email marketing campaigns. They typically don't you have unless you're breaking one of their rules. So again, I encourage you to have an email marketing platform that you use. It doesn't matter what kind of business you have. It's a good way to keep in touch with your customers and you have full control over what you're sending out. And unless they're not opening their emails, which everybody won't do, and some people will subscribe, you can count on people seeing the content that you have. So just something to think about um, and something to consider going forward, which moves me into number five and probably my favorite. And I say my favorite because it has been an absolute game changer for me. And that is to make sure that you file for your corporation papers for your business. And you might be saying, well, what? Wait a minute. Why would I do that? I'm just working for myself. I'm just freelance. I don't need all of that. I can tell you for sure that when I went ahead and made my business an LLC, it changed the game for me. And the biggest part of that is because it changes The kind of access that you could have to things, especially for those of you who are just doing freelance work. Again, you may be doing some consulting, you may be doing some speaking, you may be doing some blogging, you may be doing something that doesn't seem like it requires much, but I absolutely can guarantee that. With the business license, is well, a business license or several of those, but your business, your corporation papers really do come in handy. Remember, I told you when you're keeping up with your money, you want to get a business bank account. Unless you have those papers to show that you have a business, even if that is your documentation for doing business as, you can't open up that bank account. You have to have your papers, which also creates a space for you to have an EIN, which is your employer identification number that you get for your business as well. You can have one as a solopreneur, somebody who's just doing freelance work, be it that you are doing it as Jenny Craig. Why did I use her name? It just came to mind. thought it was funny. Uh, Or if you're just doing it as Eve Hudson or Jacob Landry. Yes, I like to watch Queen Sugar. So, but you know, but I just gave somebody a name because I know he was Jacob Boudreaux. But yeah, but for what it's worth, it just gives you a space to be able to show up a little differently and again, more professionally. So when you're thinking about things in building your business and things that you must have something to keep in the forefront of your mind is thinking about how professional will this look especially as you're working with other businesses and as people so when people are sending you money for stuff they write it to your business and not to you not saying it's a bad thing if you're freelancing and writing to you but thinking about which one seems to be more of a thing if they're writing into your business, into your LLC, so they see there's a business, but it's also structured. So that's for legal reasons, it's also good to have the LLC. If somebody wants to sue you, they're gonna come sue you, like straight off the bat. But if you have an LLC, rather than them thinking to sue you first because they're making the check out to you, they may think, I'm gonna sue this business. I'm not a lawyer. There are lawyers out there who can give you a lot of background about having an LLC. I am personally a single member LLC. So yes, I still function from a sole proprietor freelance perspective or structure, business structure. But the fact that it's an LLC has also allowed me to be viewed differently or my business to be viewed differently as well. And again, a lot of things that we can talk about that makes it really interesting and complicated. But if anything, get your corporation papers, because without it, again, there are things that you can't do. It's like some of you may want to go into getting government contracts with individuals and you can't do that as a freelancer, but you can as a business. So we might need to talk about, you know, briefly kind of touch on legal structures one of these days with another show. I'm not going to do that to you today, but just kind of give you an idea. And yes, all of these things cost. Let me go back and say that, be it that it's QuickBooks, if it's Gmail, if it's Weebly, if it's a ConvertKit, if it's getting your corporation papers, everything costs. I probably spend $200 a year for my corporation papers and for my business with the state secretary. So if you're also asking, where do you go to, to get your business corporation papers? You want to check your state's secretary's page. That's where you will be able to go in and file for your business. And every process is different depending on your state laws and stuff are different, but it's definitely something for you to consider doing because again it's in the end what it ends up doing for your business so when people are writing you checks when you're bidding for contracts you can do things as a business and actually it was a and I'm saying OG that I was talking to some years ago and I was talking about him hiring me for a project that he had going on he was like yeah I don't hire people I hire businesses and I was like what <laughs> I felt mad disrespected I was like what do you mean you don't hire people you hire businesses I do have a business I have my DBA papers I'm doing business as the purpose professor and he was like no that's not how we do I hire businesses he said you don't have an LLC so you are not a business he was like if I am going to have this government entity and hire you I can't tell them that I've hired people I have to show that I've hired businesses and I have to show that my money is going to a business not to a person and I was like wow So that's actually one of the things that pushed me to go ahead and get an LLC. And I had no idea in the beginning that I could be a single member LLC. And there are actually a lot of LLCs. If you kind of go back and look at many businesses, they have LLCs. So it could be the National Leadership Organization that you're doing business with, but their name could be the National Leadership Organization for Badasses Limited Liability Company, (laughs) And they do business as the national leadership organization. So that's another thing. The First Gen Lounge is doing business as the Purpose Professor Limited Liability Company. And it's just been really nice to be able to have everything right now at look at this point of the business, have it all kind of consolidated and simplified. But also that there are many companies, like if you look at Amazon and study them, they're one business, but their Kindle Publishing is a doing business as Amazon. So it's just really interesting to look at other legal structures. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe um, Amazon may be an LLC or was. But yeah, but anyway, you really gotta fun tangent on that one because I think it's really fascinating again how much you can learn and how much research there is to do about business and business structures. But uh, let me go back to these, these five must-have things. And again, keeping up with your money. One platform I use is QuickBooks, uh, QuickBooks Self-Employed, and get yourself a bank account. Where you go, doesn't matter. But let me also say this right quick. I didn't say this earlier. With your bank account, credit union versus a bank, I should have made that clear because they also charge per month, but it may be that a credit union doesn't charge. So you may want to open up a business bank account at a credit union to save yourself some cash um, on the set. Getting yourself a professional email is number two. I use Gmail. It's just really like cool and really easy and really helpful. Number three, getting yourself a website. Wix, Weebly, WordPress, SquareUp, Squarespace, whatever you choose that works best for your business. Personally, I use Weebly. I've been with them for about four years. So hey, it's pretty cool with me. Number four, finding an email marketing platform to be able to stay in touch with your customers, clients, students, what again, whatever you choose to call them. I'm rocking with ConvertKit because they are dope to me. Very easy to use. And though I have options that are cheaper to use, I just typically like the interface for ConvertKit. And number five, making sure that you get your corporation papers for your business be it that you are doing business by yourself and they're going to be a single member LLC or if you are out here in these streets and you're going to partner with a couple folks just make sure you have literally your business in order (laughs) so get your paper so that you are legit and you know legal out here in these streets because you don't want people trying to shut your business down because you don't have yourself together but again these are five things and again just having a conversation with you about the five things that I think are you know important. And I mean, there's 10, 15, 20, like I so said, 30 things are so many things that I could tell you that I think are important, but also being mindful of the fact that the way your business is going to take shape is very well different from how mine is taking shape. And as mine grows, you know, and I, and I take on different tasks and things I'm more than willing to share and actually will be doing more to share throughout this year because I want y'all to get these businesses off the ground and be empowered in what you're doing to be able to change the world around you. Okay. So on that note, I don't want you to forget to check out the description for this particular episode because it's there where you'll be able to access the link where you can get today's sessions notes, which will also there will be a a checklist that I'll provide for you for the five business must haves that you can actually download. And I'm going to actually add a few business bonus tips and tricks to it as well. And maybe even a few discount codes to get you started. Because if you're anything like me, in the beginning, I was looking for everything cheap and free, just to be honest. But as I have grown over business or over time, I'm not over business, (laughs) but as I've grown over time, I've realized, you know, the importance of making an investment. So typically now everything that I'm looking for, I'm not looking for the free version or the cheap version. I'm looking for the version that is going to have the best return on investment for me and it looks different in different things in terms of what I'm prioritizing for that project. But again, that's another episode, but I love talking business. I love talking all things that I've learned. I love sharing my knowledge. So again, just make sure you go to the show description and hit that link so that you can get today's session notes. And that'll also get you to the download for the checklist with today's five business must-haves and a few tips and tricks if you're just starting a business as well. Until the next time, always know that I adore you that I love having you in this space that it means a lot to me and again happy new year and happy new decade (laughs) keep pressing forward and all you do peace